Hey, Bon, uh, can we uh, talk about Taxi Driver? <clears throat> oh, are you talking to me? Yeah. Running foxes, kill our food. It's futuristic, like Carnac the Magnificent. Rewind your VCR, rewind your cook cassette. Nintendo pilots, wow, flying up ahead. Captain's love, Charlie Luke, gone. I never thought Billy Ray Cyrus would yeah. be the guy. Yeah. yeah. If you gave me a million dollars, I wouldn't have guessed it was going to be maybe. Him. Maybe Miley got them all woke. Maybe Miley got them all woke. Yeah. yeah. You know That's that game? Uh, very don't, possible. Don't yeah. wake daddy. <laughs> don't woke daddy. It's don't about woke that. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's about that. <laughs> it's, it's it's the reverse. It's do woke daddy. Do yeah. woke daddy. Do woke daddy. Oh no! You guys know my sh- my search terms. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's too late, man. We said it out loud. <laughs> That's it's on my to do list. Do woke. Yeah, that does sound like a, a command in an adventure game. Like, it's like it's so in far. Dream Daddy. Turn to yeah, page yeah. seventy nine to do woke, Daddy. Oh, you were you were ten away from the funnier number. <laughs> That's the joke. That's good. It's, it's not, good. It subverts expectations. Exactly. I'm so like sixty eight. Yeah. What? Hmm? Welcome to Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen. Uh, thank you for joining us. What we are. Oh, well, we're a podcast uh, about movies uh, where we watch uh, a movie and then we talk about that movie, but we don't know how we're going to talk about it in advance because we are guided in our discussion by a series of randomly selected critical contexts given to us via our contextual computer. Joining me, as always, to my great gratitude and joy are my dear friends and co-hosts misters david gucci hi there oh i felt that <laughs> i felt that so far down in my body and not like in a good spot <laughs> mm. and hi. matthew bond well hello now, see, that one was nice. Thanks. David, why can't you be more like Bon here? <laughs> That's what my mom always says, and I don't understand what she means. She doesn't even I don't know think me. she's ever met Bon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No. She but keeps hey, saying it, though. Yeah, I mean, if she listens to the show, though, she knows what's up. Makes sense. I think it's those puppy retweets. Bon's the, the golden puppy boy. Retweets for sure. <laughs> He's the golden doodle boy. Oh. True. True. <laughs> True TV. That's us, baby. <laughs> uh the- <laughs> In this episode, we decided to tackle a classic. This is now the furthest back we have gone into the history of cinema, hey, hey. which is a little embarrassing because it, it, there are a lot of movies that are older than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but are it they? is. <laughs> I thought it yeah. started with I, this oh, one. This, was the first, this isn't the first movie? In 71, I think. Right, yeah. right, oh, right. you're right. So, so there are, uh, there's like five whole years of movies there. We, yeah. we had our cover. <laughs> we had our cover. I don't know why that happened. We made such good jests. What's the movie today, I have never heard you do that voice before. That's amazing. I did not good. 
I could listen <laughs> to you do that voice all day. Well, sure, thanks for hitting subscribe. <laughs> it's like there's a softness to it that is also yeah, so... Yeah, I don't understand it. It's like I want to lean in closer to hear what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's the trap. Yeah. That's the trap. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you do... It's entrapment. You're... <laughs> Yes. Much like Harvey Keitel's Matthew or Sport mm-hmm. would say, it's entrapment already. Yep. It's entrapment already. Um, what movie is this? Yeah. Uh, 1976's uh, classic, according to many critics and film historians, Taxi Driver <laughs> by Martin Scorsese. Prequel Martin Scorsese? Martin Scorsese. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, so this is score scissors. Score Martin scissors. Martin score yeah. sizzle reel. Martin score sizzle. Score scissors. Martin score sizzle reel is a pretty good uh, <laughs> band name. Oh yeah. yeah, not bad. Yeah, about make a bunch of movie band songs. Movie band songs. <laughs> movie anyway, band moving songs. on and pretending that didn't happen. Yes, Taxi Driver, uh, a, a film that has received many accolades over the years. It is. Uh, it has been listed among AFI's uh, hundred best films of all time. Uh, and Time Magazines and Empires. It is uh, it is a film that has a long history of discourse and mm. controversy and commentary. No doubt if you were to look up taxi driver criticism, you'll find like a billion hits on the internet. But the beauty right. of this show is no matter what happens before the end of this show, we are going to say something about taxi driver that no one has ever said before. That yes. I believe in my bones. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with butt, but that's cool too. My butt holds no beliefs. <laughs> oh, it's your, my butt on. is very nihilistic. Dang, that's why it <laughs> expels shit so easily. Mm, nice. Like I would, I wish to hold nothing yeah. inside of me. It doesn't yeah. take shit; it gives shit. It gives it. Yeah. it mm. All it does is give. It gives and it gives. That's why I call my butt the giver. <laughs> Bringing that back. The giver. And as the resident the giver expert. Hey, the resident the film the giver expert. The resident yes. the giver the film. I don't know much about the giver the book, but Soldier I know spy. a lot about the giver the film, the soldier the spy. <laughs> his thief and, his thief and her <laughs> wife and the lover. Yeah. And that love. What a, what a different book slash film that would have been if it was called His Giver. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's bad. Not my good. brother's giver. My brother. Am I my brother's giver? <laughs> am I my brother's giver? Am I giving my brother away, <laughs> or do I, I keep him? Do I give him or do I keep Can him? I, do I have to keep my brother? <laughs> Next um, on HGTV. <laughs> do I have to my keep brother. my brother? Yeah, love it or sell it or whatever that show is called. Instead of instead of property brothers, it's brother property. I was just gonna. <laughs> there it is. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah, and we made it. Yeah, taxi driver. Yeah, Taxi Driver. Uh, so, is there anything we want to say about this movie up top? Uh, oh, did you look up to see uh, if Robert De Niro was actually 26 or like what? He, oh, yeah, I we know. both realized we forgot to look that up. Nope. Yeah, how old he actually was. Cause, no, he like, looked, uh, I mean, he, I bet he was older than 26, but he, I mean. Yeah, you know, I mean, he young. looked pretty young, but also like people did uh, kind of age quicker than too so yep. <laughs> hard living yeah yeah a lot of burning your hand over stoves yeah. to look strong well when you live in an open that sewer so it's just gonna happen it's just gonna happen just, uh, you know there just needs to be a flood to wash it all away and yeah. stuff yeah um yeah it's a it's a film for those who haven't seen it uh the film stars robert de niro as travis bickle a taxi driver who is on the edge 
he's he's having a hard time. Yeah. He's an insomniac. He has uh, very strong opinions about the uh, city in which he lives, which is New York in 1976. Yeah. Uh, he enjoys his porn mm-hmm. and is an True. incredibly uh, mentally unstable person. Yep. Uh, former Marine. Mm. And then he uh, goes through a series of misadventures with... Uh, that, th- which sounds much funnier than it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's I would very much a, not funny at all. No, it's I would a very say this movie, movie is at least one round romp out of ten. It's a romp, for sure. I mean, literally, it's a romp because yeah. all films are romps. Yeah, We've not all romps are films. <laughs> not all romps are... F- Wait. Yeah, all no, films that are romps, tracks. but not all romps are films. Yeah, yeah, yeah that tracks. Cool. Yeah. That tracks. Um, some romps are romps. Rumps? Yeah, I've romped some rumps mm. in my day. <laughs> uh, where was that line in this movie? Um, Harvey Nowhere Cartel might have said it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I bet he did in the background. Fucking, did Tommy Wiseau steal his whole identity from Harvey Cartel? I was going to say, everything about him, like, holy shit, he watched yeah. Taxi Driver, like, real American hero. Yeah. And That's like it. honestly too, like even the way he treats women in the room, yeah. I was like, oh, he yeah. was inspired by Taxi Driver mm-hmm. a lot. Dude, he just no way styled he his whole yeah. life after Harvey Keitel in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Which like just the really, film Taxi Driver. Why would you watch Taxi Driver and go, this guy? <laughs> That's what I want to <laughs> be. The one that I'm gonna become in my real life, not yeah. as a character for a movie. In my actual life. Put a stand in it. Put a stand in. Yay! <laughs> oh, this is go. this is gonna be hard. <laughs> uh, or is it gonna no. be the easiest one yet? Yeah. I mean, so for those who haven't listened to the show before, put a stand in it is our context uh, related to everyone's favorite uh, character from the the greatest character in the history of cinema. I yeah. Think, oh yeah. I yeah. Think that's yes. Easy to say. It's Absolutely. Deba- it's been debated, but we are here to settle it. We're, and yes. one of the ways we're gonna settle it is by putting a stand in every movie. Exactly. Yes. And, and and that character is Stan Podolak. <laughs> Uh, played by Wayne Knight, the assistant to Michael Jordan in the film Space Jam. Mm. Uh, (laughs) And now the contextual computer has told us, hey, taxi driver, put some Stan in there. Already we're making good on that guarantee you made that we're going to say something about taxi (laughs) driver. No one has ever asked what would happen if Stan Podolak from Space Jam was in taxi driver. (laughs) We're the first. We're breaking new ground. Okay, two ideas already. Okay. First... You swap him out. You tag team him. Because that's a way to put a Stan in it, mm-hmm. is to say, this character, not anymore. They're Stan Podolak now. it's now. Stan. Yes. Now it's Stan Podolak. The person that works with Betsy- Albert Brooks. At the campaign office yes. is Stan Podolak. The quintessential cuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but really, that guy. Yeah. Listeners, I don't mean this. Please. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Please do not call people cucks. <laughs> oh, please don't. Never. But you can. Unless it's Albert it Brooks out. in this movie, because he right. is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Why did I agree with that instantly? <laughs> You're like, I mean. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> oh, man. Caught you in my oh. web. Um. Yeah, I think he'd be he'd be good at that. I that that, that almost feels too easy. Though. It's that's the most yeah. fitting. Absolutely, it's the most, yeah. It's yeah. the most Stan Podolak esque mm-hmm. character. Yeah, it's either that or the guy who's adjusting the microphone. And <laughs> he's like, I've never done this. He's like, he's like, oh, I've done this before oh, hundreds man. of times. He's like, you've done this before. I've never done this before. <laughs> that was one of the best lines in this movie. It was very yeah, funny. It All I know with Albert Brooks 
are genuinely yeah. funny yep. in yep. this movie. Well, the, not all of the scenes, but the scenes where he's trying yeah, to be yeah. funny. Yeah, well, like the lighting of the matchbook. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why, first great. of all, but also there was just was a great, great moment. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the moment where she says, are you wearing your glasses? And he says, no, hold on. And then just keeps staring. <laughs> like, it's just okay. it's really yeah. good. That yeah. scene was, like, that dialogue was very yeah. good. I was yeah. like, this Out is of, very weird. Kind of nowhere. The yeah. rest of the movie does not have that style of dialogue at all. It's so very similitudinous. Ooh. I've tried to squeeze that into the show before and never gotten it right, and now I'm like running Dang. it through in my head. I'm like doing some math. Like, Let's play it back did I get quick. that Hold right? <laughs> Verisimilitudinous. Verisimilitude. Yeah, yeah did I did it. Yeah, yeah we replayed got it. That looks, got that uh, tudeness. We've sent it to the replay center in Secaucus, New Jersey. They've sent it back. It looks like you nailed it. Oh, nice, Secaucus. Secaucus. Is that created by Dukakis? I think so. Yeah, cool. Mike Dukakis from Secaucus. Yeah. Me Dukakis or Sukakis? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it right there. <laughs> so Albert Brooks could be a pretty decent Stan. Yeah, or excuse yeah, me, sure. Stan could Stan be a pretty could be decent a good Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks. <laughs> um, but what, what are some other characters? I, I, I want to try and like, all right, here's here's the other way to do this. Mm-hmm. We have to, f- we if we swap him out, just any character mm-hmm. how would it affect the film if mm-hmm. it was stan instead of that character so if he swapped out with scorsese's character in the cab <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> yeah, there you go. first off he probably wouldn't have said the n-word probably not nope yeah jeez that i credits uh. credit parentheses question mark close parentheses to martin scorsese Ugh. for making himself the guy who uses yeah. the n-word in the movie because and not did. forcing like, an actor to do it sure yeah but also but also he did don't it. and just yeah. could have not done that just not you can yeah. portray a racist without making him do that yeah exactly all he had really to say can. was like all this guy is like paranoid he's standing out he's sitting outside of this apartment looking in the window all he has to say to convey i'm racist is my wife's up there with a black guy what yeah. do you think of that like yeah. all the rest of the dialogue yeah. would be exactly the same if yep. it switched from the n-word to a black guy <laughs> and you'd still get it he's yeah. still talking about brutally murdering a person with a big gun and describing yes. it in, in graphic disturbing detail, detail. Yeah. yeah yeah can i say like as horrible as that scene is uh, Scorsese like surprised me with his acting. Like yeah, I thought he was agreed. really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> agreed. I, I was yeah. really impressed. But it's he seemed like, like a man. <laughs> it wasn't just that he was like delivering these kind of weird lines very quickly. He was. He seemed like someone who was on the edge yeah. of something. And like all it would take is Travis Bickle like trying to talk him down for him to like lose his mind. Yeah, he reminded me of what's that guy's name from Numbers? Uh, oh, David Crumholtz. Yeah, can't he reminded stop him, the system. Yeah, the yeah. decrums can't, <laughs> can't stop the signal. Excuse me. Yeah, whatever. hard to get to. Hard to get to. <laughs> but yeah, he reminded me of him a lot in that scene. Yeah, that yes, that's yeah. a good pull. Huh. But anyway, so Stan. So St- Stan, if he was that guy, that guy, uh, and that's that guy's only scene. Yes. So Stan gets one scene. Is Stan dressed in his Space Jam uniform? The the dirty team yeah. squad. The dirty the dirty team yeah. squad. The dirty team <laughs> squad. The, the, the dirty surprisingly, <laughs> the dirty unprecedently, <laughs> impossibly dirty <laughs> team squad uniform. It's like that can't be. Sweat. No what one the... else is dirty. Yeah, <laughs> and he's filthy. Yep. <laughs> From what? Yep. From what? I. Yeah posit to you the watcher of taxi driver starring stan podolak yeah. in that one scene who knows i yeah. i think that would be i think that would be fantastic yeah. I, the the only trouble is then we would have to be able to believe that stan podolak has a wife and i don't know if i can get there yeah like mentally 
Uh, Unless it's somebody else. He no. seems like a, he seems like a sweetman. So I mean, yeah, maybe, yes, yeah. I think this he, is why I Stan Pogelak in that movie is rich, mm-hmm. and it's a person that just needed to get married so they could live in this country. And they married Stan because he was nice and rich, and yeah. he was desperate. And so they were like, "Perfect, what a good target!" But now I'm going to go cheat on you. Bye. And then yeah, he was maybe. like, "Maybe I'll murder you with this 38 Magnum, 44 sure. Magnum, 44. How many Magnums yeah. is it? 44. <laughs> okay. How many Magnums?" <laughs> How many magnums? We know guns. It's time to play our favorite game on this show <laughs> called How Many Magnums? <laughs> How many magnums does it take to the get to the center of that? I thing? was going for that and I yeah. couldn't get there. That's okay. Magnum 3.14. Ooh. Ooh. Magnum PI. Yeah. No, Aww, I like that. I like that a lot. You beautiful yeah. bastard. Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with anything, but <laughs> no, I what, liked it a lot. What if Stan were Again, this one almost seems too good, so we can we can say it and then move on. Mm-hmm. What wait, if wait, Stan, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, are you? Let's see if we can say this. Okay. Is, say it at the same time and I'm see if ready. we have the same guy. I love this. So I'm much. excited. Okay. On go. Three, two, one. Say it. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Three, two, one. The guy, guy in the runs hallway. the hotel. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, because it's so good though. Yeah, because that's for sure. exactly who he. He's like no, and then he gets his hands shot off and he cries. Uh, and he, he gets three fingers of his hands shot fingers, off, which much was, like the three fingers mm-hmm. thing that uh, yeah. Sybil Shepherd says to Albert Brooks about yes. the matchstick thing. Which I was like, what is there a significance there? But I yeah. don't think so. And then the guy got his fingers no, blown off. I later. Just you know, cinematic significance. Yeah, <laughs> to the characters, no, not at all. But no. to us, everything. It's like, is that what the newsman did? <laughs> well, I think maybe it's because there he's re, he's uh, replacing his love for Sybil Shepherd's character, his obsession with Sybil Sybil Shepherd's character, with his obsession with uh, Jodie Foster's character, yeah. and seeing that guy in the hotel as the Albert Brooks uh, in that scenario. Yeah, sure. comparatively, he's the one keeping him from her. Yes, a little. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's I mean, he, uh, like managing more. her and yeah, like whatever. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like Matthew is like the main guy. Mm-hmm. But Matthew, I think he's replacing with the like the presidential candidate. I was going to say president. He's, yeah. he's the yeah, sort yeah. of leader figure. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is why he goes after him first, much like he had gone after. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. talking about things no one's talked about. Yeah. So <laughs> where would Stan would be good as the guy He'd in the hotel? He'd be great at that. He like I can see him. Kind of channeling his, uh, you know, this is bringing in another Wayne Knight role, but his role as Dennis Nedry in, in Jurassic, uh, in Jurassic Park, Park yeah. with his like, ah, 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 gotta say the magic <laughs> word, like saying that, saying like, I'm timing you, ah, 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 like uh-huh. I'm, and like tapping his watch while he says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. see that 100% happen. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who has like a lot of confidence when there's no real stakes. <laughs> Too much. Like he yeah. he's like he he's like will he's like cocky and he's like I'm out there and I'm doing mm-hmm. it and like yeah you I'm watching you uh, bedrolls yeah. ten dollars haha yeah. and then like the <laughs> weird way he comes out of the shadow with his hand out uh, <laughs> that, that Jesus shot and that smile was Ugh. legitimately amazing yeah <laughs> like this movie is very well made yes it's gorgeous like it's gorgeously shot and the sound editing the score all of that's great the performances are great you know there's yeah. other stuff we yeah. can yeah. talk about but yes. Yeah, and Stan that's why Stan deserves right in. to be in it. Exactly. Because we need him to be in this film, to elevate it. Yeah. Yes. Because that's what it was missing. Now, what if Stan Podolak were the titular taxi mm. driver? Stan Podolavis Bickle. Bickle. Stan Bickelak. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like Bickelak, that. Bickelak. Bickelak. Um, Bickelak basket. Uh, you know, I could see, I could see it is what's weird. <laughs> I could actually mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. I could see him taking that job because he has insomnia 
He can't mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. Too many things going on in his head. Very unstable mentally. The, the whole thing with the monsters is really, really. He's got like PTSD. <laughs> yeah, from yeah. Space Jam. Honorably yeah, discharged from from working for Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, listen, just give me the longest shifts you have. I just need to take my mind off this stuff. I can't yeah. sleep at night. Whatever you got. I'm going to go watch porn. I'm gonna, he would definitely be buying all those snacks. I can see him toting them in. Too. Not understanding why it is not okay to take a woman that doesn't want to go to a movie like that to a movie like that. Yes. Oh, lots of stuff. Well, okay. Well, quick question. Yeah. Was that porn? That he took her to? Because that looked like like almost like a reproductive uh, health like school <laughs> film. Well, they showed some of those things in theaters like that when they're like that were like a slightly artistic like. Yeah, that's why exciting. I was thinking like, is this just like an art house film that has, happens yeah. to have a lot of sex stuff in it? I think yeah. so. I think that might have been yeah. more what it was. Yeah. But I don't know. Still, Which anyway, adds yeah. complexity to the no, I just it's just a movie. I didn't know you wouldn't like it. But yeah, I didn't know you wouldn't like it was is a pretty shitty response. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that that's not how about like, say oh, you didn't cool. know that that's what kind of movie it was? Yeah. That's yeah. a way better excuse. Even, even, yes. I mean that would have been a lie, I think. It sounds like. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Hmm. What else would be different? I think Well, I think I think the the fundamental breakdown would have to be less about this sort of like paranoia this sense mm. this need for control this, this sort of macho bullshit mm-hmm. yeah. um it, but it would be more it would be more fear-based but not not in the sense of like trying to conquer fear more in the sense that stan is a character who is afraid of everything all the time yes mm. and he kind of bumbles his way through things <laughs> i kind of imagine that he would inadvertently come into possession of all of these guns me too yes oh. yes yes oh, and no. and then like it would just sort of he would lose he would gradually lose his mind with the power of these guns terrifying him mm-hmm. and then <laughs> like he him being confronted in a situation and accidentally shooting someone and then it just turns into a spree where he can't stop accidentally shooting people <laughs> so it's a comedy like this becomes it, a dark you know, comedy it's still a, it's, it's still a thriller it is oh deeply upsetting yeah i mean, I if, mean let's be fair if you accidentally shot someone to death and then you accidentally shot yeah. another person to death mm-hmm. and then you accidentally shot another person to death you'd be pretty fucked up yeah yeah okay so we're so i think what we're doing is like he accidentally brings guns to the to the presidential rally. And, yeah, and then like it's like a huge drops one, and that's why they're suspicious of him, and they chase him out. It's not that he's actually planning to kill him, because yeah. that was the part that I had trouble reconciling when we were like he accidentally kills a bunch of people yeah. and then accidentally plans an assassination. Like yeah, that's right, hard yeah. to do. Right. But otherwise, he could just be trying to go see Iris because he wants to, mm-hmm. and right. accidentally brought another gun that he didn't realize he had. I mean comedy of errors to be sure for sure <laughs> but that could be that could be good like maybe matthew starts hassling him and mm. like he just he shoots him like loses it he yeah. either does it accidentally or he snaps or whatever Jeez. and then he's like he regrets it but then at the same time now he's got to go and mm. like get iris he wants to go and get iris out of there there's mm. other people in the way he's yeah he's got a he's gun get rid of yep. him what if he was jodie foster's character <laughs> Yeah, actually, I think that would, that's the most plausible, and we've yeah. just been dancing around it. It's the one yeah. that slides in the easiest. Oh, oh come on now. Does he, he would probably have a no-but agreement. 
or an NBA. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was fine. I was trying to think of a way to get that oh, word in. Me too. That's really <laughs> good. Whole time. That's very good. Oh my God. Um, That's great. Okay, so here's an idea. Oh, thank God. What if Stan Podolak as the protagonist of this movie, accident prone Stan Podolak, fun, very tricky to avoid banana peel slipping noise level comedy right. as accident prone. Like that's yes. that's a tough line to well, walk. We could kind of take uh kind of signals from uh russian doll the accidental shooting in that um because oh, that's an accidental shooting that is very hard to watch yeah and like if it's pulled that way yes that yes. would work I think, but i, I don't know how you work. do that multiple times right that's the key is like <laughs> yeah. three unless the first one unlocks something and then the rest aren't mm-hmm. accidents mm-hmm. right and he kind of blacks out or whatever yeah but what about this angle instead okay there were a lot of uh, things said by Travis Bickle, right? Travis Bickelow, male, male Piccolo. <laughs> is Travis that... Bickelow, male Jickelow. Jickelow. Yeah, okay. Cool, 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 I cool. really hope that isn't a slur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> someone. It, it feels something. like it could be adjacent to it. It's, it's yeah. right next to it. Some it's it's slur adjacent. Walking that line. <laughs> so what, there were a lot of things that Travis Bickelow, male Piccolo, said about... <laughs> about... DBZ? about women specifically that made me think oh these are some things that are said currently by lots of men oh yeah that are mras he is a full like, incel yeah. no and so what if instead of being an incel that does get some attention from women and ends up being a hero stan is like ultimate like he doesn't understand he's nice to women and they shoot him down and so eventually he shoots them down like oh, that's Jesus an angle Christ. for this movie. I mean, I, it's I, a dark ass movie. I, <laughs> like, I really sure. it could be that. That really does because I had that thought watching the movie mm-hmm. that Travis like <laughs> is unwittingly 4chan before 4chan. Yep. Yep. Like that is Absolutely. like all of his like journal entries and stuff mm-hmm. where it's just like I I'm I yeah, it, it's it's gross. It's real gross. It's gross. Oh yeah, it's um, nasty. And I can see why uh, this movie is held in high regard by a certain uh, group of people <laughs> that really made me feel gross while watching this movie. Yeah. Because uh, people are getting like all the wrong things from it. And uh, yep. yeah, it's, it, it's the satire yeah. paradox. Yeah. It's the people, the people who th- already think like this, think that this is yep. a movie heroize, he- mm-hmm. heroizing them mm-hmm. instead of a movie sort of analyzing them for our horror. This yeah. is a movie that's supposed to be held up in front of a sane person so that they can go, ugh. Yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of a movie that's held up in front of someone who has serious problems and they go, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, finally, I'm re- I feel represented on Which is movie. why the ending is such a problem. The ending is such, exactly. such a goddamn yes. problem. Yes. That's that's why I don't like it. It's not that it's yeah. bad. It's that it's, I was like, oh, cool. You didn't you didn't actually commit to this. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, he's a like, hero? This is dangerous. <laughs> Great. Well, and like and like their explanations for it, because I looked that up, and, I, and I'm someone who's like, look, the author's words don't really carry that much weight. Mm-hmm. But their explanation for it is that it's it's a like an ironic thing because he like was going to shoot that presidential candidate which would have made him like the ultimate villain but because he shot these like yeah. Yeah. these pimps yeah. it sure. made yeah. him a hero and so it's like it's sure. just sort of the arbitrary nature of mm. violence being okay in some situations and I'm like okay I get that sure and that's definitely an angle but yeah. at the same time you have to acknowledge there is the angle of you made him a hero by word you yeah they yep. called him one <laughs> it's very yeah it like you can't control how people are going to take a movie exactly. and i don't think that like i don't i don't think that people always need to like over explain what they are trying to say but like 
that is such a easily dangerous takeaway from this movie. To the point where someone took took pot shots at a president yeah. to impress Jodie Foster's character in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Which I, I never understood until I... This is the first time any of us have seen this movie, mm-hmm. by the Correct. way. Yeah, well, I had I had half watched it when I was in my... That's true. Uh, have you guys heard of Scorsese phase? I said that in the group, but like... That's right, I forgot But I, I couldn't remember most of it because uh, I was uh, real dumb at the time and like would just kind of like phase <laughs> out when like a movie... I A lot of 70s movies... Uh, for a certain period of my life were way too boring for me to watch because a like, lot of them still are yeah well the the sound yeah. mixing like makes you sleepy sometimes yes uh, i agree <laughs> there's like a there's a certain hiss to 70s movies yeah. that makes me sleepy yeah yeah but but still like this may as well have been my first time watching it yeah it, it, i think it i think we have the benefit of uh today's climate to like kind of right. contextualize our viewing of it mm-hmm. um Whereas if we saw this probably when we were kids, we probably would have gotten, we may have gotten the wrong thing out of it, or at least I probably would have. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, dang. That's weird. Yeah. So that, that's why, like, <laughs> you got to put Stan as the accident guy. Yeah. It, it's yep. a better choice for the viewer, because yeah. then it's so obvious that what you're doing is either, you can, you know, you can tie in, you can weave in some irony in there, you can weave in a message if you want, that's great, but mostly that would be just a very disturbing movie, yeah. but not a movie that was like, all right, everybody grab your guns and go shoot some presidents. Like that's, oh, that's yeah. what it was. I was going to oh, say. Yeah, like, I never yeah, understood right. why mm-hmm. someone would, sh- you know, see taxi driver and, and try to shoot the president to impress Jodie Foster. I was like, that's yeah. dumb. And that mm-hmm. literally is what he fucking almost did in this movie. Yeah. And like, yeah. and then he gets called a hero. I'm like, yeah, of course someone who's mentally disturbed is going to yeah. see this and be like, see? Yeah. See, and I didn't even realize it was from Taxi Driver. I just knew that he was trying to impress Jodie Foster. I'm like, how the fuck does that make sense? Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and now it all fucking clicks. Now it actually does, Which yeah. yeah. But yep. um, I hate it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the sort of rough business. I think I think it would have to be a perspective change. I think it would have to be very much, and not in like a physical way. We wouldn't be POV the whole time. Sure, yeah. But I think it would be Give like very much Stan's perspective of the terror that he feels all the time about mm-hmm. everything around him yeah. and it getting mm-hmm. worse yeah. and worse and worse throughout the movie mm-hmm. so that when it comes to him like committing violence, even if it's an accident or even if it's like a self-defensive thing or something, there's like there's an extra layer of horror to it because, you know, he's <sighs> scared He's scared yeah. out of his mind. Jeez, that poor little guy. Instead of feeling like aggressive and like he's taking control, it's him like a- acting out of pure terror. Just panic, yeah. Yeah, which I think that's how you make it scary. Yeah. That's yeah. how you keep it from being yeah. a comedy is it's like yes. this is a person who has severe anxiety yeah. issues. Yeah, and you uh, got to shoot like claustrophobic, yep. sweaty, uh, what's what's that guy? Who made Twelve Monkeys? Oh, uh, uh, Terry Gilliam. Yeah, shoot people sideways, shoot them sweating, yeah. you know all that stuff. <laughs> yep, and yep. never break the perspective. Like he's in, yeah. he's in yeah. every shot, and if there's a shot that's not yeah, him, it's like a general setting shot. But none yeah. of the like, none of the ones that they do in this with like Albert Brooks and Sybil Shepherd right, on their right, own, no, no, no. or like that mm-hmm. scene with Jodie Foster and Harvey, Cartel, Harvey Keitel where they dance, yeah. and it's like the no, most no, creepy no. goddamn thing in the world. None of that. Uh, I. I wrote I wrote a bunch of notes for this movie and for that one I was like I, I wrote in three in three consecutive notes hey Harvey and then <sighs> oh Harvey <laughs> and then Christ Harvey <laughs> yeah yeah for real he, um, he did it anyway, oh, uh, did you guys have anything else like 
obviously this is why Stan Podolak is the greatest cinematic character yeah. is because we've slotted him in to so many different places in this movie and in each case he I fits mean, everywhere he fits yeah. you yeah. know and, 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 and in different like ways glove. and if he fits he sits he fits he sits yeah. that's that's my rule for Stan yep <laughs> Yeah, I think it's impressive that we managed to find a way to fit Stan Podolak from Space Jam into Taxi Driver to create Stan Podolaxi Driver. <laughs> you beautiful God bastard. That is, that is so good. scary. The, a yeah. version that is actually terrifying that stars the character from Space Jam. <laughs> yeah. And I think it would be scary. It would be That's scary. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We've done it. Yeah. yeah. Good job, us. Man. <laughs> pat, pat, pat. Yeah. Man, we already did something completely unique. <laughs> see, this is why this show exists. Yes. All right, folks, let's do another context. See what else happens. Mm. Gamification. Gamification. Make up a game based on this movie. Crazy Gamification. Taxi. Gamification. <laughs> okay. Are he, you? I was going to make that fucking joke. Like last night as I was going to sleep, I'm like, I'm going to make a fucking crazy taxi joke tomorrow. It's going to be great. I'm super glad that it came up. Yes. Very well done. We would just be crazy taxi. Or yeah. Simpsons version crazy. What was that hit, That was uh, Hit Simpsons and Run, hit and which run. wasn't crazy taxi. It, no, was, it was Grand different. Theft Auto. It was oh, a Grand Theft Auto okay, clone. Okay. Yeah, because you, it was an open world game. You could get out and walk around Springfield. Yeah, but you like the still crux of it was fares. You had to drive people around like you yeah you were taxiing but there were also mostly. like missions where you had to like get out and talk to people and like do different mm-hmm. things that weren't driving related yeah but it was mostly it was sort of a mash place of the place. Place. I would <laughs> say the best conversation we've ever had on this podcast <laughs> yeah but I, I would, would say, say it's sort of a hybrid I guess Simpsons yeah, it was, it was crazy run. taxi but you could get out of the car that's like the only thing that was different <laughs> except you could also get out of the car and talk to people. yeah yeah. Okay, here's the question. What makes Crazy Taxi Crazy Taxi? The driving? Or the, the fact driving, that you can't get out of a car? driving and the time limit is also, is it the, I think. Yeah, yeah which was also it. in Hit and Run. Mm-hmm. There were missions that had a time limit, but not the overall game. It wasn't <laughs> is it the world. time limits that make it what it is? Is it the getting out of the car or lack thereof that uh, make it to its the, core? What is fares, Crazy Taxi? Yeah, I mean, I think it's... I think it goes beyond <laughs> Crazy Taxi. Yeah, Crazy Taxi <laughs> beyond. Crazy Taxi yeah. feels like an arcade game to me. It is an hit and run. I never played, so I can't really chime in. But gotcha. you know, I'm moderating. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what a panel! <laughs> All a about panel. Simpsons hit and run. In this context is, is it Crazy Taxi? What a debate! <laughs> is this movie the game Crazy yeah. Taxi? <laughs> I will say it's definitely more Crazy Taxi than Grand Theft Auto. One hundred percent. Yeah, you think so? One hundred percent. He shoots a bunch of people. No, I mean hit oh. and run. I'm, I'm oh, still on still this train. About- I'm still on this train. <laughs> Because there's no uh, shooting, there's no real violence beyond like you can hit people. But I remember driving in people all the time in Crazy Taxi. Oh, that's very yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. It was a wild, true. the wild one. Yep. What yeah. a game. Honestly, this is making me miss playing Crazy Taxi. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. It's on really almost fun. like every platform still. So you can get it on your phone. I can get it on my phone. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your phone. Wow. Yeah. What a time to be alive. What a time <laughs> to be alive. But yeah. So. So what if we made a game about the movie Taxi Driver? And it would be Crazy Taxi, but also, yeah, I mean, guns. Crazy Taxi is just an alternate title for this movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. 100%. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy Taxi Driver is just like, that's also an accurate title of this movie. I mm-hmm. would also play Crazy Taxidermy, but that's neither here nor there. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> stuff Actually, this animal, but in a fun way. But like, <laughs> not just stuff this animal, though, but like combining animal parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like oh, making up easy. new fake making animals up, and shit. To be like a Hunger Games mutations kind of thing. Oh, which was every, which was definitely the best part of that whole thing. God, I fucking hate them. Sorry, 
I neither here nor there again. Books, but they, she tried so hard to make so many words happen, and yep. it just didn't happen. Yep. Um, we can't all be Anthony Burgess, right? Right. It is right. a lucky bit difficult. <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you. Nice. Well done. Yeah. Uh, all right. So other than Crazy game, Taxi, I think this game is GTA. It is. Yeah. yeah. Like if you. Well, GTA, I like, mean, borrows so much from this. Yeah. The style. Like, the yeah. style and yeah. the Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I do feel like mm-hmm. this heavily inspired Rockstar. To make the, GTA. like, go, yeah, every Rockstar game. Like, Rockstar yeah. makes the Taxi Driver game. Let's say, actually, let's, like, put it in, a, like, a scenario. Martin Scorsese is still alive. He is, right? Yeah, that's, he that's a fact. Mm-hmm. He lives. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Rockstar and says... Hey, I would, you can have the rights to Taxi Driver if you want to make a movie and rock, or make a movie. <laughs> you can make a movie about my movie, Rockstar. You can make a Taxi Driver video game. You've always wanted to. You kept bugging me about it all these years. <laughs> you finally can. So go do it. And God, Rockstar would be the absolute worst studio to do this. I know, <laughs> I know. But while how would cr- Crazy Taxi? How would Crazy Taxi the video game? How would Taxi Driver differ from GTA? Well, all fares are at night instead of daytime. Okay, sure. Nighttime fares. Daytime taxis, that's crazy. Ugh, who does that? True right? crazy taxi is driving around at, <laughs> during the sun time. Right, what? yeah. You kidding me? Gross. You kidding me? You're trying to pick me up? This is sun time. Oh, it's sun time. Look at your watch. during the sun, sun time. <laughs> um, I don't know how functionally different it would be. I, I think... The only way to do a taxi driver game in like an open world GTA style that mm-hmm. isn't GTA and isn't completely reprehensible yeah. would be to dial up the realism to 11 okay. to make it as as true to life as possible, which means minimizing the violence to like stuff you would actually be able to get away with or like mm. people would actually do to each other and make it much more... Um, I think it would be more of like a psychological horror game. I yeah, still, yeah, ma- I maintain yeah. that the best viewing experience I had with Taxi Driver as I was watching it was like just telling myself like, oh, it's a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. It's a psychological horror movie. Yeah. yeah. And 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 he is the monster. Yeah. 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 And I, I think that's a very good one. Yeah. Um, and, huh. and I think that's the way you would have to do a game. It would be kind of Silent Hill Esque, but yeah. but instead of the foggy streets with all the monsters, it would be like an open sewer. That's it would good. be <laughs> no, that is good. You could even make it a horror game. Yeah, like you could you put should. psychological horror elements into it, like not just that are there already, but you could put Silent Hill esque things yeah. into visions that he had at night. Like, well, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't go a hallucination route ever because they kind of because like him. in the opening and closing credits, there is that kind of weird filter they put on yeah. the camera that does yep. look like a hallucination. Yeah, and I thought maybe yeah. they would play with that a little bit more because yeah. he's so clearly a person that is suffering from many mental things. I was like, yep. okay, no, they're not gonna. That's fine. All right. Yep. But you could do that. You yeah. absolutely could have him start to hallucinate that it is actually an open sewer, that there are tons of rats or beasts coming up or something like that. You know, that could be kind of interesting and cool. Sure. You, what if you, hear me out, mm-hmm. you are the taxi. So <laughs> the whole game is, the game is, here's the game. The game is. <laughs> I, I was trying to think about a way to make <laughs> you're, it. You're trying. You're trying, man. <laughs> no, 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 I can no, feel but, it. But like, <laughs> I I like this being a video game where you are Travis Bickle. But I hate it being a video game where you are Travis Bickle. Correct. Mm. Like, I love a game where you're a taxi driver and many people get in and out of your taxi, but it is a limited perspective. 
You only ever interact with things that are in your taxi. And you start to learn about the politics of the city and the politics of the sex work that's happening and the politics of whatever else is happening. And and you make moral decisions based on who's Mm -hmm. behind you in the car. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm going to put a pause on this. That is an actual video game that currently exists. Is it called Night Call? It just came out in the last year, I think, within the last year. I think it's called Night Call. Yeah, and, and that's and like kind of what I was thinking amazing. of. Oh. And it's a narrative so, nice. game. Like yes. and it could exactly. be like this. The problem is that Taxi Driver the video game then has to I feel like it, it would be like a more a, a more fucked up version of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the idea of like graphically as the game progresses and as like his descent into kind of madness happens like there are almost like graphical glitches or Ooh, yeah. quirks yeah, that happen good. and I it like gets like more and more intense yes. as it goes mm. on. And it so becomes Doki that. Doki Literature Club. Basically. <laughs> oh my god, I love that game so much. But what yeah. if what if this? What if it's a branching narrative game where your yep. choices matter? <laughs> and instead of being the plot to Taxi Driver, the plot to Taxi Driver is the worst, most evil ending. Mm-hmm. But there are many other ones that you can choose because it's a video game. And if you respond to in anger or in frustration more and more and more, you get more and more of that side of yeah. the video game. Like Taxi Driver, the film, as it is plotted, is the evil ending. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of other okay ones where you can say respectful things yeah. or be a nice person and shave your head earlier because he looked so much better yeah. with a mohawk. I it hated was, his hair. It was weird. <laughs> his hair sucked so much and the mohawk was so good. <laughs> Sorry, that's beside the point. But I or think that, could, I think like, that yeah, could be compelling. You could choose to use your cat, uh, your taxi to go around in canvas. <laughs> Let's do some active. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Door knocking, baby. Canvas simulator. Oh, I played the yeah. shit out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other styles or like genres of game that we yeah picked? we like just not picked video, video game, yeah but Oof. analog <laughs> I mean tabletop yeah I a card honestly if you made a a gritty tabletop role playing game where you all got to create characters in the world of Taxi Driver I could see that being kind of cool yeah, yeah. Uh, being involved in the politics and but you all had to be taxi drivers probably and yeah. you would all meet up every night and then go do your jobs or something i don't know it's it's hard because what if yeah what if it solo. was you're all taxi drivers yeah like you're, you're yeah. a bunch of players role-playing as taxi drivers mm-hmm. and oh one of you it's like it's a hidden uh hidden identity game hidden identity. Yes. one of you yes. is a travis bickle <laughs> like maybe not by okay. name but you're yeah. the type of person who's going mm-hmm. through those things mm-hmm. yeah. and as the game goes along that person has choices and things available to them or that they that they are like forced to do or that they okay. can do okay and the other players don't know and so it's a question of who am i playing with who is the trap. mentally it's... unstable enough oh. mm-hmm. to become a murderer yeah uh, and those and... people's goal is to save that person from yes. going on a murderous rampage yes but they don't know who they are and they're oh, oh shit oh. it's about it what if it's a game where you're forced to have you're forced to have conversations with each other where they're like sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just mean like like it's centered around conversations between characters in a scene sort of way, kind of like fiasco. Mm-hmm. But um, when when you're the player who has the hidden identity, certain phrases, it like the card will list like certain words and phrases oh. that if if the other player says them like it affects you negatively 
like you receive it incorrectly or you get the wrong oh. thing from it. Okay. And uh, and so as the game goes on, the more of those you accumulate, the faster you go kind of like down a dark path. Oh, okay. So yeah, there's just, you just, every character has like a keyword or phrase and every time they yeah. hear it, they have to like check it off on there. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. God, that's so, it's like clue. And you can't yeah. know, and, you, and the other players can't know what the, like everyone has uh, something yep. that they're looking for. Wow. Uh, in so everybody game. has the potential to descend into madness. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Wow, maybe that. Maybe that's that, how that's it is. actually more fun. I think. Yeah. I like that mm-hmm. idea a lot. Where like everybody's a ticking time bomb. Yeah, and it's about trying to collectively manage all of our sanity. <laughs> and then there's got to be elements of like you're a cab driver, so like there'll be randomly, you like randomly selected people getting into people's mm-hmm. cabs. Yeah. yeah, and then how you are able to respond to these mm-hmm. people's vibe or whatever they're doing uh, affects is affected by the score that you already have mm. uh, oh, totally. that no one yeah. else knows about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that mechanic a lot. Let's say there's five people sitting around a table playing this game. I think it's probably an hour long game or something. It's not like most hidden identity games where it's quick yep. and then you play another one. Mm-hmm. This one is a slow burn and it has scenes. Like you said, I really like that idea. Yeah. So I think it's a day night cycle kind of thing. It doesn't have to be day night because obviously they're all night, day, night. but like, <laughs> It's the first thing. You, night night? The first thing you do is you get you go on drives and you you get like three fares. Yeah, and those things are like played out. Uh, maybe this is a lot of scenes, but like yeah. let's say you draw one and it it's two people. I mean, you just do one. You do one scene for yourself and it's two people: a woman and another woman, and they're angry about a concert that they just went to. Like that's the prompt. And then you do that scene and your character responds how they would. And two people that are sitting around play those women Mm -hmm. as a, as an aid to you. And then that's the daytime stuff that happens for each person. Everybody gets one of those. And then they all go to the diner and they talk to each other. Yes. That all as your characters, you all talk about the things that happened happened throughout the day, which is exactly what they do in taxi driver and say, Oh, I got this guy. Oh, I had these people. So-and-so got cut up. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. I just thought of this. Yeah. So you do the scenes and obviously because it's like a a tabletop game, everyone's seeing the scenes. Right. But the com these are the conversations Mm. that can trigger these keywords and phrases and things. And then when you're in the diner and talking to the other drivers, how you describe Uh what happened to you on your shift is affected by the keywords that these people (laughs) may or may not have used. And thus you describe it either accurately or inaccurately and the degree to which it's accurate or inaccurate can clue the other players mm. into like into there's something going slipping. on with this dude yeah, yeah. and then but then oh if they God. try to intervene it could just make it worse yeah so there's like an element oh, of like no. you don't know how to talk to people in this situation because you don't know each other that well you don't know who is further along yeah on yeah, a dark geez. path and who might be doing better and like you don't know yeah Dang. and you're Maybe there's some kind of like disincentive system to keep you from yeah. reaching out further or something. Right. Like you want to get as far as you can. So, and the more you talk to people <laughs> and the more they talk to you, the the easier it is to lose. Sure. Yeah. I so like how we've kind of turned this into like an empathy game. It's yeah, actually kind of it cool. Is. Yeah. And honestly, 
we should probably make this fucking I, game. I do like it a lot. I actually am enjoying, I'm yeah. talking myself into this game a lot. It's just called yeah. Taxi Driver's with an S in apostrophe. Yeah. Or, or a yeah. Z, because it's extreme. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. With three X's. Tax succeed. Tax Three Z's as well. Oh, yeah. The way you get health is by going to the porn theater. Definitely. And and instead of an I, Clark Bar. Instead of an I, it's three Y's. So you get three X's, three Y's, and three Z's. Oh, nice. Wow. And no A. It's just T X X X Y Y Y and then D R Y Y Y V. R Z Z Z Z Z. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it has an 80s aesthetic, though, because it's a sequel to Taxi Driver. Sure. I wanted it to be neon. And <laughs> all those letters together sure. made me think <laughs> sure. it needs to be neon. <laughs> Great. I think we've just designed something very good. All right. Uh, do you guys want to move on to one more context? One yes. more, please, Daddy. I'm not going to move on until you apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, Father. Thank okay. Thank you. <laughs> Make it a musical. Okay. Make Taxi Driver a musical. Now, obviously, we're not going to write songs here. More, it's just like crumple up all those papers in the garbage. (laughs) More like, more like, we're going to come up with what, like, where. So, in musicals, songs Mm -hmm. have a narrative purpose. Mm They serve a function. They also set a tone for different scenes Mm -hmm. and different moments. Should I put away this guitar then? Sure. Yes, please. Uh, It's getting, it's. It's very nice. I'll Thank say that. You. It's Thank very you. nice. I don't know how you afford it. <laughs> no, I don't either. Is that an 18 string? I stole it. An 18 string. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's Damn. more of actually just a piano <laughs> that I flipped on its side. And oh, it's sure, sure, I see it now. Sure, sure, sure. I know yeah. what. Now that you say that, I see yeah. it, that it no, is a piano. I was holding it, yeah. it like a guitar, so it's the you know, power of illusion. It's a piano. Yeah, you mm, tricked me so good. bam It's like that scene in that Jack Black movie, School of Rock. You're very strong. I imagine that's very heavy. Yeah. I am very strong, and it is very heavy. So what I, so songs in musicals come up at key points, they drive the plot forward, they set a tone. Where would we put some songs in Taxi Driver? What would they be about? And maybe come up with a name of a song or something. Got one. First one. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's called Are You Busting My Chops? <laughs> and it's sung by the guy who hires Travis Bickle, who says the words, Are you busting my chops? Because you better not be busting my chops, because I got guys who can bust my chops. And Absolutely. I, and I yeah. think it's like, Ah, you're busting my chops. It's a duet. Ah, you're busting my chops. I got no chops to bust. Like something like that. You know, <laughs> That's what Travis says. He doesn't have any chops to bust. Again, we don't have sing. to write the songs, but that is a nice bonus. So yeah. the ukulele <laughs> should go in my room. Yeah, is that an 18 string ukulele? 20. Wow. There's two little ones on the inside. Oh. You gotta... hey, that's what I always say. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know is that the Ghost of Christmas uh, oh. present? What? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Two little ones inside. Nice. <laughs> that is a deep What cut. a great pull. <laughs> ba bam. Ba bam. And someone who has listened to that episode and this one was just very rewarded. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do here. Rich text. <laughs> Yeah, we're on um, them callbacks, baby. Like every uh, journal entry voiceover is a song. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 and they're all they're all solos. Yeah, yeah like his like, descent into madness songs. is all the musical parts, yeah. and like, like even the short ones, the yeah. like short lines <laughs> will show up randomly, and oh, yeah, suddenly musicals cool. start playing, and then this person will start. Even if there is no music, he'll just be singing. Yeah, and the mm. the audience will be like. Is he singing in reality? Is this in his head? Ooh, I you like don't that. fucking know. Yeah. I like that idea that all of the music is actually like a signal, that it's yes. an aside, that yes. it's a journal entry or an aside that he's thinking, and that it's not real. Like the minute music starts, like, oh, no, no, okay, this is him thinking. Yes. This is yes. his fantasy world. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like every I, song yeah. in the movie is uh, is a dream moment, dream sequence kind of thing. Either yeah. either yep. in his own head at his house while he's awake, or in waking life. Yep. When he is daydreaming. Yeah. Including yeah. the massacre at the end. It's just like he That's sings his way through it. Oh, yeah. no. It would be, oh, it would yeah. be a musical sequence. And, th- and then it would cause a much more question about the reality of what happened. Yeah. Which is kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like for this movie, it makes it interesting in a different way than it is interesting. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Okay, that's fun. That's yeah. su- that's a surprisingly sophisticated way of making Taxi Driver into a musical. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Like, yes. That's pretty cool. Surprisingly sophisticated is, I think, the theme of this episode so far. <laughs> surprisingly sophisticated is the name of the song that they sing in the office about uh, Pendleton. What's his name? Wow, but Palantine. 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 Yeah. Just Palantine you. with a P. Palantine sounds like a font. It does. Is it? I actually wonder if it is. I hmm. bet it is. Let's find hey, out. You guys, if we're all single on Valentine's Day, let's have a Palentine's Day. Oh, oh hell that's yeah. That's so cute. I would vote for him. <laughs> welfare, what is it? Sounds nice. I don't know. Happy Palentine's Day. <laughs> what do you think about his chance make the right choice. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. Yikes. Woof. Yeef. Um, yeah, the love ballad between the two of them, I think, would be super <laughs> funny because it would be him doing a love ballad and her doing a I'm very uncomfortable with this right now, Oof. but I'm like being polite mm-hmm. ballad. Yeah, it's like a baby is cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think I think it's very important for that first love ballad where they like go out to eat soup or whatever the hell they eat. Uh, he gets... What does he eat? He gets apple pie with he a slice something, of yeah, American of cheese on it. Cheese, which was yeah. a great choice, if I do say so myself. Or yeah. whatever he, he says. He was very he's pleased with that choice. Yeah. God, he's, he's insane. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I think that song, th- that scene has a very weird vibe to it because like 25% of the time, Travis is saying things that she really likes and that mm-hmm. she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're really smart and wise. I've never met anybody like you. Yeah, but, <laughs> but said in a like kind of intrigued way. Not in a, I've never met anybody. Like, like, I've never seen, I've never seen this before. This is bullshit. Well, there's that point when, when he's like, uh, what is it? Um, I think, you know, you don't really like yeah. what you're very unhappy, yeah, whatever. And then she's like, I mean, I'm here, aren't I? And it's yeah, kind that's of a little weirdly and validating. And I was like, yeah. no, 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 yeah. uh-uh, no, that, that is a bad thing to say. In no that movie. No, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lonely. Well, I'm here. Aren't I? No movie. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob Marley. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man. So I think that fits with your theory earlier that she's just really depressed. Yeah. Right. Like she's really just low. Yeah. Constantly throughout the whole movie. And she's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah. I went on a date with you cause you basically harassed me at work and yeah. I thought that was it more interesting than doing my job. So here I am. Yes. Yikes. Is this a movie about characters with different mental illnesses that aren't no. being treated mm. crossing paths with someone who has a very severe mental illness? That's I feel like it could be. Yeah. Ooh, that's like a nice angle. Like I wonder if you went through and tracked who has what mental illness. Everyone has something in this movie. Mm. Yeah. Do you think well, that then, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, because uh, they never say exactly what his honorable discharge was, but I have a feeling it had to do with, like, PTSD or some something kind of like, thing that. like that. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Do you think then that the musical of this movie would feature more of the other characters on their own? Uh, if. Like we can we can paste these things together. We can say, mm-hmm. what if it was a a musical about mental illness? Mm-hmm, like yeah. Taxi Driver, the musical is about mental illness, and Becky, Betsy, 
Betsy. Betsy. Betsy, Betsy, Becky. Betsy, Betsy, Becky. Betsy, that's the the true version of Duck, Duck, Grey Duck. Betsy, uh, Betsy, Becky. Some people say Duck, Duck, Goose. Some people say Duck, Duck, Grey Duck. I say Betsy, Betsy, Becky. <laughs> and you say it fast and it sounds good. It's the Thank proper you. Swedish version of the game. The Fat. proper Swedish. <laughs> Betsy, Betsy, Becky. Oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't care for it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your accent or the name? Both. Mm, boy. More that, the accent. Uh, is that a question a real that Sophie's I get all choice. day? <laughs> anyway, uh, do you think Betsy would be more featured? She'd have a song about how she was depressed. And the wizard would have a song about how he was, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. what, what's his deal? <laughs> He's got something. He's What's just he he's to? just he's just living, man. Yeah, I don't know if he is. Some crazy mad scientist brought him back as an animated corpse, and now he's here driving nah. taxis. Yeah. Uh, here it goes. Here it, it goes. I believe that was the year after this movie, too. That seems right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Peter nice. Boyle. He, he had some seventies. He was up to it. <laughs> yeah, but Boy, it that's was a all... phrase that means nothing. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. sure had some seventies. It sounds like he thrived in his seventies, which is not what I you mean, mean. It's not. It's not untrue. He was on a very popular sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. The most popular at the time, I think. Was it, yeah, I think that's yeah. true. Was that the prequel to Everybody Hates Chris? Is that yes. the one? Yeah. I don't remember yes. what it was called, but I... Yeah. 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 No, yeah, you got it, man. Yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Got it in one. Yeah. Got it in one. The, the lesser known prequel to the, the show Everybody Hates Chris. To the much more popular. Yeah, and Everybody better, just Chris. across the board. I mean, way better. probably. Actually, you know what? It probably was Probably better. was. <laughs> anyway, this isn't time to dunk on Everybody Loves Raymond. Aw, Deborah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Ah, oh, my nuts. Oh, I assume he talk about his nuts sometimes. I don't know. That's probably <laughs> true. Turning a teddy. I, 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 I yeah, like but you know teddy. what? They're very close. Yeah. 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 Teddy Romano. Nice. <laughs> uh, Deborah, you got Bob. Yeah. <laughs> you got those. You got, got two. those. I got, got those. them. You sure got them. And my brother Brad. He's very tall. Mm. He's a big, tall guy. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no one's asking you to. <laughs> um, so how did we get onto Ray Romano? We were talking, talking about, about Peter Boyle. Yeah, yeah. okay. We yeah, were talking wizard. about musicals. Peter Boyle as wizard. As wizard. Yeah. So we'd have Betsy and we'd have Travis mm-hmm. that would have their own songs. I mean, yeah, okay. Here are the characters who would have songs. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got yeah, Travis, you got Betsy, you got yeah. Wizard. <laughs> I, I mean, Wizard yeah. would probably break off from the other. He'd have like a solo in a song with the other. Yes, drivers. I was just thinking that. That That is yeah. perfect. They have the chimney sweep song, basically, where they drive yeah. taxis instead of. He'd, uh, he'd have like the fan favorite song that could have been cut, but it was just too like fun to take out of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a jam. <laughs> I, think, I think Iris would have a song that starts being her song and then mm. it gets continuously interrupted by <laughs> either Travis or Matthew yeah. like repeatedly mm-hmm. and she's just never able to have her own song. Oh, yeah, that's frustrating. I that's a good really idea. like that, yeah. I was thinking, I was picturing a very there are, there is a castle in the sky from Les Mis sort of vibe because she is a yeah. troubled child. I'm sorry, I think you mean uh, from Miyazaki? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a castle in the sky. Yeah, that was, there is a castle in the sky, the name of that movie. <laughs> look, look there. Look there. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's a Miyazaki goddamn impression, castle. I guess. Yeah, look there. Hello, look it's there. Me. <laughs> ah, m- I see you there, Princess Mononoke. Mm, the wind rises, she does. <laughs> the wind rises. It, it turned into Bane. Yeah. There. <laughs> you merely adopted the wind. I was born in it. <laughs> I'm Miyazaki. <laughs> Your moving castle cannot save you now. 
wow, B- Miyazaki as Bane is a tough character. <laughs> like that's a really tough set of overlaps to pull from. Mm, I yes. like. It. I'm having I like a good time. A yeah, <laughs> yeah. So far, so good. Okay, those characters would have songs. Yes. Yes. Uh, Palantine. Palant. Palantine. Mm, Shit. How I'm, I'm mm, now. No, I'm yeah, no, I think Palantine, Palantine yeah. would have a short one. I yeah. think it would be like yeah. it would be like coming in. There's some musicals that do this thing where you'll a character will walk in on a song that's already been happening, um, like he's giving a speech, but instead of a speech, it's uh, a song he's sure. doing like a yeah, solo, yeah. and the character kind of like comes in at, at like a crescendo of this song, okay, and yeah. then it's over. Yeah. So you only get part of it, but the part but of it you get solo. is like a yeah. very cheesy, traditional, <laughs> yeah, yeah, boring yeah. song that's like big and bombastic, but ultimately <laughs> sounds like shit. So bombastic. Yeah. And Albert Brooks gets like his own like maybe half verse in the duet between uh, <laughs> Betsy and Travis. Yeah. He just keeps trying to interrupt, and they just yeah. they yep. keep moving away. Yep. <laughs> and then he's in the background throwing buttons in the garbage. Yep. <laughs> in rhythm, with so the many. Song. Yeah, yes. exactly. In rhythm, it becomes song. like stomp. <laughs> yeah, and saying we are the people. We are the people. Like as you know, that backing track. One hundred percent is going to be part it's of fun. that song. Yep. Yes. Right. yes. Um, is this musical fun? This musical's fun, right? Is the tone fun? How fun? Because uh, <laughs> um, like this movie's not fun, but this musical sounds fun. Does it? Well, I don't know. It kinda, in the way that Sweeney Todd is I was fun. gonna say, it's kind of given me a Sweeney Todd vibe yeah. in that Sweeney Todd has fun songs, Does. but it is not a fun show. No, it is a dark show. It is show. a show that is yeah. very grim. Sure. Yeah. Maybe, okay, so it's more like that, where like, there's, some, there's some bounce and pep and playfulness even. In fact, it actually... Is a lot like Sweeney Todd now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, because um, it even has that character. the The Joanna character in Sweeney Todd is basically uh, Jodie Foster's character in this mm, movie, sure. where she has you know songs, but she has no agency. She's trapped, mm-hmm. and then at the end, she's kind of forced to witness the horror of mm. Sweeney Todd, who, spoiler alert, is her dad. Oh no! Um, and uh, that's not. They should have known his name was Todd. Every Todd is a dad. That's that's a rule. It's true. Yeah, not all dads are Todds, but all Todds are dads. (laughs) (laughs) You hear me, Todd? (laughs) You have someone out there who's looking for you. You're the dad of someone. (laughs) You're the dad now, Todd. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this would be a really weird musical. Is I think what we're getting at. I think Sweeney Todd's the style of music. Would we go for? Would mm. we go for like a Sweeney, like a like a I think Sondheim kind of lots of jazzy noir type music? So jazzy that could noir. be fun with with some uh, like Frank Sinatra yeah. style. I could yeah. see like Sweeney Todd with some Les Mis elements, talking about the city and like the kind of like the rundown nature of the city and how mm. sure mm-hmm. sure yeah. Like Sweeney's opening song in Sweeney tr- Todd is basically that is true one of Travis Bickle's monologues. That's true. Yeah, a hole in the world like a great black black pit, and the vermin of the world inhabit it. Huh. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, That's so just... Sweeney Todd is taxi driver. And it's filled yeah. with people who are filled with shit. Dang. <laughs> and it goes by the name of London. Uh, excuse me, New York. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just cribbing on, on Stephen Sondheim's homework at this point. Yeah. Yeah, take that. Sweeney Trav. That's the name of this <laughs> musical. Trav. Sweeney Bickle. Sweeney Bickle. Oh, <laughs> doctor, you got to help me. I got a Sweeney Bickle. <laughs> oh, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> That's against the law. <laughs> I could lose my license. <laughs> I'm not allowed to tickle a bickle. 
now uh, now Mickle's pickle. Oh, I would pay a nickel to tickle Mickle's pickle. <laughs> but a pickle? But a pickle? Straight out. Forbidden. Forbidden. For pickle. Nope. For pickle. I know. I was trying to think of a, name, a word that meant forbidden, but rhymed with pickle, and My I was Sweeney, like, you know what? I've got a Sweeney Bickle with a with a ickle trickle. Ooh, yeah, okay. That's a real thing. You know, Sweeney Bickle <laughs> sounds a lot like something you would have. Like, uh-huh. I've got a problem with someone. Man, I've got oh, a real got Sweeney Bickle oh, with that guy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Sweeney it's something Bickle. That Peaky, that someone guy. on Peaky yeah. Blinders yeah. Has, a sw- yeah. has a Sweeney Bickle with somebody. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. absolutely. Oh, I got Peaky Blinders, and I got the Sweeney Bickle. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's yeah. a line from... That it is. I, I guarantee that's a real line from yeah. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> no, Don't fact check What's it. weird is like we, Christian just stopped talking, and I assume he's going to edit in an actual line from Peaky Blinders into that silence that he had just there. (laughs) So, you know, when you listen, you'll probably hear the 100% authentic audio from Peaky Blinders saying... I'm Peaky. I'm Mr. Peaky Blinders, and yeah, I'm a Sweeney Bickle or whatever. And I yeah, approve the Sweeney Bickle. <laughs> yeah, I approve the Sweeney Bickle. I'm Peaky Blinders. I'm Peaky I'm, Blinders, oh, and me. I approve the Sweeney I'm Pickle. Mr. Peaky I'm Blinders. I'm Mr. Peaky Blinders, <laughs> and I approve the Sweeney Bickle. Thanks for tuning in to Contextual Deviants. <laughs> why? Why do we do this show again? <laughs> <laughs> to create slogans for made-up people that are named after shows, named after musicals, named after Taxi Driver. Oh my God! Wow, that's why. <laughs> yeah, the layers, the onion layers to get there, mm. are pretty impressive. Very Shrekian, uh, me tasty, very yeah. Shrekian. <laughs> what a Shrekian Sweeney pickle! <laughs> I know, I know. All right, all right. Uh, do we have anything else we'd like to say about this? About so. this fucked up taxi driver? Music I think we said everything made. we can. Yeah, yeah. So. it's it's a it's a, a masterpiece of the stage. Yeah. Yes, it's destined to be. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Well, gentlemen, lovers, friends, we have successfully talked about Taxi Driver in a series of randomly generated critical contexts, several of which I am 100% certain no one has ever said about this movie before. Uh, Well, one of them for sure. We made a Taxi Driver musical. You know, without actually making any music. Right. Well, right. speak for yourself. We described a taxi driver. You did. Uh, of the three okay. of us, you are the only one who made up a song. <laughs> That's true. And congratulations uh, you. on your Tony nomination. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, I accept. <laughs> on, be- on behalf of I, Pete, Mr. Peaky Blinders, accept this Tony nomination on behalf of my Sweeneyest pickle or whatever. Sweeney Bickles? Sweeney Bickles. I can't even remember. It's so recent. <laughs> My daughter Sweeney Bickle would. My dearest Sweeney Bickles, <laughs> I write to you in my time of great distress. Yeah, you were. That's it. I saw the poll. Yeah, uh, no. it wasn't happening. No, uh, gentlemen, do you? I realized I was about to ask you both if you had something to plug at the same time, <laughs> and I feel like that would be unlistenable. So, Matthew, do you have anything you would like to plug this week? Uh, I am on Twitter at mbonbon, uh, puppy retweets, political retweets, all that fun stuff. Um, uh, I have been watching something, and I cannot for the life of me remember. You know what? Just going to go with something different. Uh, Veronica Mars season four is on Hulu now. Uh, I loved that show when it dropped uh, in the mid-aughts, and uh, it very much is like a, uh, like, a high school Nancy Drew, very uh, uh, 
pop noir style show. It's such a UPN show. It, it It's also that, but it also, it's very easy to look back, because you're watching it for like the first time now. Yes, that's true. But it's easy to look back uh, and be like, oh, this sucked, but it was so much better than everything else at Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I don't say that um, even as a criticism so much as just as yeah. a time capsule. It yeah. is like, it is so... Yeah, totally. yeah. It's, it's much better in its UPN form than it is in its CW form, which is the third season. <laughs> uh, I've uh, heard this from yeah. you. <laughs> but season four, it's very cool. They just uh they bring it back like as many years later and uh it just very much feels like just a continuation of the show cool uh but they have obviously like updated their style to kind of it's very sure. much now yeah would you have um, to watch the movie before not at all the movie i would recommend watching the series uh the movie seems like it's not even a factor because uh, the movie was made specifically for the fans and so they just they admitted the movie is all fan service and not necessarily <laughs> a story that they were really like uh, that really like excited them to move the thing forward. But it's like the fans paid for this. We should probably just give them what they want. Um, That's super fascinating. Yeah. Uh, so season four, they're like, we're not making the fans pay for this. And so we're going to just do what we want. Uh, and they definitely do in some ways that frustrate <laughs> a lot of people. But I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it's not a perfect show, but it's it's a very fun. Uh, I don't know. For me, it's it was the breeziest hulu series i've watched uh because most of them are either so depressing um or have like very like future man was very childish in all the ways that Mm. i wasn't super into um but anyway it's just it's a good uh bingeable show it's only eight episodes and uh, i recommend it yeah sweet fantastic david do you have anything you would like to plug three things one i'm on a show called the hypothetic cast two I'm on another show called The Fable Forge. Three, I'm on a show called Contextual Deviance. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's pretty Aww. good. Uh, it's a, I think it's a show where we talk about books through a series of predetermined, boring, pre-selected <laughs> critical context. Oh, mm. Wow. I'm pretty I was, sure. I, I was mean, watching the Mad Libs going in his head, <laughs> trying so yeah. hard. To I was reading off of Mad Libs. <laughs> going so mad with those why lips. That's so slow. And you know what? I loved it. Yeah. Thanks. My Libs loved you too. <laughs> <laughs> this is the future that Libs want. Yes. <laughs> mad it's just libs. Mad Libs. Yeah. Oh my God. Mad Libs. That's what we are. Yes. yes. Christian, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, Well... Not really. Uh, pop culture-wise, um, I've been uh, enjoying... If you like this podcast and want to get more insight into movies, but more behind-the-scenes, more industry-focused, and more breaking down a movie beginning to end, like beginning production to end, mm. listen to Blank Check with yes. Griffin and David. So good. It's it's a great movie podcast. I've I originally was kind of... Uh, hesitant about it because they touch on a lot of movies that I've never seen before but I've ah. heard of and I'm mm-hmm. like ah, I should see that before I listen to it don't worry about it if it's a movie that you've been like putting off forever and you're probably like I'm probably never going to actually watch this movie listen to the episode about it yeah. because it, there's so much interesting discussion of how these things got made yes. um, uh, and and it's also like very funny like yeah. these these two the two friends the hashtag the two friends are <laughs> <laughs> Very good uh, hosts. Uh, sometimes their opinions on movies, like their taste is weird. Mm-hmm. But hearing them discuss the sort of like backgrounds of a lot of these, uh, a lot of these movies is so fascinating. 
even as it's like very funny, you're like, Jesus, you, you feel like you understand Hollywood so much better. Yeah. And there are, cool. there are movies that I have checked out that, uh, were solely because of that show. Like, like you said, like I hadn't seen them and I was like, I'm probably not going to see this unless the episode I'm like, Oh shit, I should probably check this movie out. Yeah. Or I should revisit this movie that I haven't seen in years. Yeah. Uh, Batman returns being like the biggest one that it convinced me to revisit. Have you actually rewatched it? Uh, I did like when I first listened to it and if you want to rewatch it again sometime, I would definitely, cause be I, I haven't seen that since I was like a child. It's a weird experience. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> Whoa. The first movie I ever saw in theaters, two weeks old, my parents took me to see the original Tim Burton Batman. Nice. I apparently slept through the whole thing, didn't make a sound. Nice. Good job. Yeah, right? Good Way baby. to go, baby I Christian. Know, man. I, I did what I could. Damn. <laughs> I did what I could. That was a song we used to sing in Sunday school, Way to Go, Baby Christian. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I was an atheist child. That's okay. Mm. So angsty. <laughs> yeah. Such an edgelord. <laughs> pretty moody. <laughs> I was an atheist before it was cool. I was born an atheist. I was born an atheist. I'll, I'll die an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what'll happen? Nothing. <laughs> um, all right, that's fucking. Dumb. That's a pretty good joke. Actually, uh, yeah. I was pretty happy with it, but I kind of like it. By the way, I loved like the like borderline atheist nihilist tones that Hakuna Matata uh, turned into with the live action version. Like <laughs> yeah. they just let Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen like ad lib like their interpretation of the song at the end. Oh, cool! It seemed like, mm-hmm. which was like, yeah, so nothing really matters. Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> is what that song is about. It is, but like, but. They take it like a more That's dark. Awesome. <laughs> like, I, I like that. I, I, it's cool. almost like they were they were saying like, no, no, no. Kids from the '90s heard this song all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> these guys were incorrect. <laughs> it's like it's like no, it's not like don't worry about anything. It's that it doesn't matter. That yeah. Nothing matters, yeah. and you should stop. Yeah. And then Simba realizes that things do matter, and they also learn that things matter. Yeah. Yes. Yep. They're not static characters. That's why Timon and Pumbaa are great. Yes, that's Aww. why they're like the only part of that movie. Like, I wish I could just watch. They need to do like Lion King, like one and a half for the live action. With, with the live Seth action Rogen and yeah. Billy Eichner. It'd Lots be a better guys. movie. It's so <laughs> yeah, good. It'd be good. That'd be fun. They, uh, yeah. they could. They might. Inspired casting. Yes. Uh, how do we end the show again? Oh, yeah. Hey, David. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Mm. Um, if you have a ch- if you have a chance, please uh, rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, helps us to show people that people do listen to this show and they exist. We know you're out there. I see the numbers. There are people listening to the show. There are. If humans. every one of you would take just a few, like a minute of your day, to drop us a review somewhere, wherever you got the show, if there's a review function, that would help us a lot. It would make us feel real good. Mm. And if you've got some feedback on anything we could do to improve the show, anything you don't like, anything you really <laughs> like and want us to do more of, or suggestions for movies you'd like us to cover in the future, please, by all means, reach out. Yes. All right. Uh, in the meantime, I think uh, there's only one question left for me, personally, <laughs> on this earth. <laughs> and that's, well, if I'm honest, David... Did you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave us with this week? A pig processes outside. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis' own The Bad Man for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean Man.
This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! A pig processes outside. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of just Oakja at that point. (laughs) Oh, No, that pig got processed. Oh. Hey. Actually, it didn't. Did it? Oakja didn't. Oakja Oakja did. No, Oakja did not. Didn't? But Oakja's many family members did. Yes, every other Oakja. They all got got Oakja'd. All them other Oakjas. All them other (laughs) Oakjas. All them other Oakjas don't know about me. Uh, all right, guys. Also, Okja sounds like if that movie had been like a huge hit, that's yeah. definitely an insult rappers would use for like other oh, people. They're yeah, like totally. food. Like we yeah. eat those fuckers like Okja. We eat you like Okja. <laughs> uh, or they're anyway. farty. <laughs>